Hello and welcome to another episode of Topical with Michael Schaefer. My guest this week is a very funny Lewis Garnham. We have a great chat about Nazis, AI, transgender athletes, bathrooms, uh, dead bodies. It happens it all. We have it all. It's a great chat. Hope you enjoy it. Before we get into it, I've got shows coming up at the Brisbane Comedy Festival that are about to sell out. So if you're keen to come along, get in quick. Uh, heaps of tickets left for the Darwin show on the 13th of May and the Gold Coast show on the 3rd of June selling pretty well too. I've also got shows in uh, London and Edinburgh. If I've got any listeners in the UK, head to my website, michaelshafer.com for the details. We're about to get into the episode. But before that, here's the best intro music in the business. Lewis Garnham, thanks for coming on the pod, mate. Thanks for having me. I love the pod. I um, I love watching the little clips of the pod come up on my Instagram feed. The little clips do come up. Yeah. We're not filming this one, as I mentioned to you before we started recording. I just don't have my uh, filming equipment with me here in Sydney, uh, which means we can say more awful things than normal <laughs> yeah, because perfect. I guess there's no video attached to it, so there's no accountability. And also we can just say it was a, a deep AI fake That's of our voices. Say. That's yeah. I mean, that we're at that stage now. Anytime, Isn't that nice? If anyone ever gets any recording <laughs> of me saying anything, you can just say it's AI. That's crazy. That's why it? I feel, you know, Justin Trudeau, Jimmy Fallon, all these guys who've been done for for blackface yeah. they're stiff because they've been done for blackface just before ai technology totally. could now do that totally. so it'd be great if like if we we could do blackface now yeah and years from now if it resurfaces we say oh no that was ai someone's trying to cancel me <laughs> and they're like yeah but you've it's filmed from multiple angles you uploaded it to your own account yeah. <laughs> i was hacked as well <laughs> so that's the beauty of ai is that now no one's really accountable for anything that they say or do Finally. because you could say it was just <laughs> <laughs> because there's been so much accountability yeah. in the past. <laughs> Everyone who does bad things faces the consequences. Well, I mean, speaking of accountability, before we get into uh, some other topics, Barry Humphreys is dead. He was being he was held accountable by God himself who <laughs> killed him for his transphobic beliefs. Um, now, I know you're very transphobic, so you must be very upset yeah. um, for him to go. Yeah, but, anytime, uh, anytime anyone from the transphobic <laughs> army falls, we, we shed a tear. We shed a tear. Um, he now identifies as uh, dead, yeah, as exactly. dead slash deceased. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, when Chappelle eventually dies it'll be that, that'll be a sad day we'll have a big service for that in the transphobic community jk rowling <laughs> it'd be funny to identify as transphobic, as transphobic. <laughs> it is funny because like people don't like to identify as they don't want to say they're racist or homophobic or transphobic because all of the negative connotations that are now associated with those words yeah but they still like just do all the things yeah, exactly. that homophobes, yeah, transphobes yeah. and racists do. So like just take the name. Exactly. I, that's why I kind of that's why I almost respect Nazis. Yeah. Big, like yeah. Nazis who identify as Nazis. <laughs> They're the guys with True the Nazis. Real legit real hardcore sticker. They've got eighty eights on their fucking neck. Yeah, you know, yeah, they yeah. know that Hitler was born on the twentieth of April. Yeah. They're not just smoking weed on the twentieth of April. They're remembering, they're commemorating. <laughs> just because these guys, they're proper Nazis, they're out and about, you can identify them, you know who to punch. Definitely, yeah. Whereas then you've got the other ones oh, who like believe fair weather Nazis. Fair weather Nazis. <laughs> they were Nazis in the thirties and forties when yeah. it was cool to be a Nazi. <laughs> but now as soon as it's not cool, they exactly. don't want the label. Exactly. 
exactly. So you got to respect people who just like take the label and identify. And that's good because I've always said you got to know who to punch. Well, I think genuinely, I, I know we're being silly, but I think genuinely. That sorry, is, we're not being silly. That, no, so yeah, that's, that's <laughs> we're being quite <laughs> earnest. And also, if you disagree with this, it was AI. So yeah, exactly. sorry. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say this. But I think that's part of, I mean, there's a million things and we don't have to dissect this, but I think that's part of the appeal that Trump had was that like people were like, well, at least he's saying it, you know, at least he's not hiding behind. I think that so many politicians, um, their policies are cruel mm. and he had cruel policies, but he's also, it was also like, yeah, I'm cruel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Because usually I'm they cruel. hide the racism behind some exactly. benevolent cause. Exactly, yeah. But the, the, then he made it kind of okay to be like, oh, no, we're doing this because we don't <laughs> like immigrants. And I, I think people <laughs> genuinely <laughs> were like, oh, nice. Yeah, dope, okay. <laughs> Honestly, refreshing yeah, at the very least. Yeah. That should have been his campaign, Donald Trump, refreshingly <laughs> refreshing. honest. <laughs> could be the most honest leader in our time. Totally, yeah. Because, I mean, not that he's a good guy, no, but no, at least no. he was honest about what he was trying to pull off. That's, I mean, that's a crazy thing to say about Donald Trump, the most honest leader of our time. But I, I sort of agree with I've you. I've been saying it for like, years. Yeah, I yeah. also believe that he was one of the most inspiring leaders of all time because he's clearly a man who uh, is very, very, like, dumb and and doesn't and he's mm. ill-equipped for his position yeah and yet somehow became arguably the most powerful person in a the world absolutely and did it with with not a chink in his confidence <laughs> the entire time yeah like he just the whole time he was like i'm the best at this 100 <laughs> even when he was like you know getting getting voted out he was like i'm still the best i'm, I'm still it's, the best. it's rigged i still won <laughs> like, yeah i won <laughs> that's my point like like think about how what we've achieved in our lives and i think between us we've got way more both of us have so much more ability and intellect <laughs> yeah. than Donald Trump. Yeah. And yet, <laughs> neither of us will ever be the president of the United Absolutely States. Not. So he's really overachieved to such yeah, a great yeah, extent. Yeah. Like people say that, you know, Barack Obama, yes, we can, was a beautiful kind of inspiring mantra. I think grabbing by the pussy is almost as much because <laughs> yeah. he said that and still became <laughs> and the still president. Became president. I That's mean, there's the hope thing. for all of us. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> So well, I'm glad that we got that off our chest. <laughs> Trump 2024, bring him back. That was AI. <laughs> that, yeah, that was AI. That part was AI. Now, uh, Lewis, uh, big news uh, this week. I'm keen to chat to you about this story in particular just because you have a background working in education. Parents are getting more and more upset about what's happening in the classroom these days. So it started in the US with parents going to the school board meetings and yelling about kids learning about gender and sexuality and, and that black people exist and you know stuff like that. <laughs> controversial things like that um and that has kind of seeped into australian culture as well now with a lot of parents getting uptight and upset whenever a school decides to you know teach kids about gender ideology mm. at, at, a, at a time where they might not necessarily be ready for those ideas well that's the argument they make anyway now you work in education have you dealt with insane parents in your time definitely they, they are a thing and i think on that i just think it's so hypocritical because whether you like it or not, kids are being indoctrinated into something from the moment they go to school. Mm. And they're, you know, I I, I can't, because I still work in education, I can't shit on the curriculum too much. Sure. But there's a lot of stuff in the curriculum where I'm like, oh, that's a little bit one-sided. Even just, you know, I like in terms of indoctrinating them into capitalism and, and things like that, there's, um, there's, a, there's a set thing that's being taught so why aren't you worried about that indoctrination why are you worried about these little offshoots which are really just about respecting people mm. um 
I, yeah, I just think it's really hypocritical. Well, yeah, because because obviously they're supportive of the parts of the curriculum that reinforce the things they believe, yeah. and then they're not supportive of the parts that don't necessarily reinforce exactly. that. Exactly, and what they should be supportive of, and what the curriculum should do, and it's it does do this in some ways, uh, not to be too harsh on the curriculum, but what it should always do, the, the main thing it should only be trying to do is teaching kids to have criticality and to be open-minded yet think critically. That's that's all it should do it shouldn't be presenting them with any ideologies as this is the best ideology it should be showing kids everything and teaching them to make their own opinions informed opinions that's critical informed opinions about the world and have open minds about things and to respect people that's got to be like you know that's got to be a part of it so if that includes gender identity then yeah teach kids to respect people from all gender backgrounds it's yeah, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. Do do like you guys that. do do you have like drag queens or anything coming to your schools or the drag time story hour? Anything do you have anything like that? We haven't done that, but we've we've got um like, you know, for the Pride Pride Week recently there was like lots of events at the school for that. Um we've got lots of uh non binary kids at the school. Um and we When you say non binary kids, how old are these kids? Some of them are I've worked I worked with a kid um who was like six or seven that wow. was the youngest i ever met um and they identified as non-binary yeah do you think a six or seven year old kind of understands what they are saying when they say i'm non-binary that's a good question yeah. i actually asked them about it um you know in a in a in a kind way because i was i was fascinated i didn't like interrogate them about it <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> fucking gender are you yeah. is there a dick or a pussy underneath there <laughs> but i just like we just sort of chatted about it one day you're not allowed back at that school unfortunately <laughs> yeah. that was a past employee <laughs> <laughs> they obviously didn't have all the language that we yeah. have but they they were just like you know they, they just didn't and i obviously i didn't want to ask too much so i didn't really like get into it with them but i could tell from chatting with them um that they just didn't feel like a boy or a girl and i've also met kids that same age who were born i'm i met a kid who was born a girl and they were a boy by like six or seven years old and they'd um and they 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 were, they were that that kid was one of the happiest kids i've i've like sort of come across so it was very so the, uh, the kid was they, transitioning in when you met yeah, them yeah so born biologically female and was transitioning to be male yeah without any without doing anything physically to their body at that okay. stage of their life right. but just being called a girl and um you know all that stuff and, I, and i've met kids the other way as well yeah fascinating yeah and and I, yeah you've been so you've been and you've been like in the education system for like a few years now yeah like have maybe you, six years have you seen a change or an increase in kids being non-binary or kids yeah, transitioning in yep. your time. Yeah. And do you think that's just because it's becoming more normalized? Yeah, I think so. I think probably kids are, I think probably f forever kids have been, you know, maybe confused or whatever. And maybe at home they've, back in the day, they'd maybe mention something and their parent would be like, shut up, Bobby or whatever. Yeah. And now when they mention something, the parents like, oh, tell me more about that. And maybe they chat about it and right. they get to the bottom of it. I, I, I still think, um, and I'll have to listen back to this later and make sure that I don't say anything that I, I have to be very careful with my words here. But I still think that sometimes labels in general um, aren't, c can be... <laughs> frustrating sometimes i think that all kids 
shouldn't be boys or girls. Um, I, I find it frustrating that, say, for example, a kid who is a girl um, and they're six years old and mm. they start feeling like, I feel like I'm a boy, um, I want to be a boy. Sometimes I think, oh, I just wish we lived in a world where there was no differentiation at that age. Where, I, where I kids do agree. Were just kids it is a bit weird that we even... Like that I means we're treating them differently. Exactly, right? that's we're, we're my treating point. Treating girls in one way is we're treating boys in one way at six years old. That's so young to be doing that. Hundred percent. You got to wait until they're older in the workforce, then you know who to pay less. <laughs> I don't know why these children aren't in the workforce yet. There's no need to identify exactly. their pointless. gender because they're they're both being paid zero dollars. <laughs> but of course, later on in life, we'll know. Okay, this gender we pay thirteen percent less. Or alternatively, we start making them work. Younger, bring back child labor. Child labor could be good. You know what? That maybe, maybe that's probably the solution. I think yeah. is that because people ask. I agree that identifying as boy or girl when you're a child, like it's it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant whether you're a boy or a girl. Yeah. But if you're sweeping chimneys, then absolutely, it's very very relevant, <laughs> and we need to know. You know, if you're a boy or a girl, because we, we know you didn't know how much to pay them. Pay so, the girls less, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So, or maybe even pay the girls more. I guess my point well, is, I mean, you can when you're forcing children to sweep chimneys like they're in a Charles Dickens novel, um, you can afford to be progressive. Definitely, sometimes. yeah. You yeah, can yeah. balance out you the can, hurt. You can use the right language. <laughs> yeah, you can be friendly on the surface. Yeah, and get. I don't care if you're they or them. Get the fuck up that chimney. <laughs> it's kind of like, and this is pretty dark, but there was a, a school shooter a couple of weeks ago in the US. Yeah. who was transgender yep. and it was obviously an awful, awful grim story but I thought what was beautiful about it was the way that the media did assign the correct pronouns <laughs> to the school shooter. <laughs> they were like, uh, she, I mean, they <laughs> killed a bunch of people and everyone's like, well, that's that's kind of progress. I mean, it's not the progress they wanted. They yeah, want to have yeah, yeah. less children being shot at school but if but. the kids are going to be shot at school, at least Let's be respectful in exactly. how we identify them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back to um, the curriculum that you've seen, the changes you've seen, uh, do you think that – so what I find fascinating about the number of kids being uh, identified as non-binary and transgender now and how that's increased over the years is I saw this really interesting graph that showed the increase of left-handedness like in the early 20th century because before people realized that being left-handed was yeah. a thing, yeah. that you were born left-handed, yeah. they would um, hit you at school. you to use your right hand. Exactly. And that so, happened not even that long ago. I think that happened to my uncle. He was left-handed and he, he was getting forced to use his right hand. Right. So this would have been just a few decades ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but the point is that once we realized that, oh no, some people just write with their left hand, like the incidence of totally. people saying they're totally. left-handed just went straight up. Definitely. And it's a similar thing, I think, with transgenderism or being non-binary in that now that it's becoming more understood or more normalized and accepted, that there are more people Absolutely. identifying that way in the Absolutely. same way that people are now saying they're left-handed. Yeah, 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 100%. And I think it's great. I think it, it, it'll hopefully mean that there's less teenagers grappling with that or you know people in their 20s being like mm. oh, i've lived my whole life this way and i'm still confused you know i've lived a life of feeling like i'm not who i am mm. you know if people are just able to chat about it with their parents openly from five years old that's great i think it's particularly hard for kids that go to a religious school yeah because and i can only talk about my own school I went to a jewish school and you know kind of like a 
orthodoxy Jewish school. Yeah. We weren't like really religious, but you know, our principal was a rabbi. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't remember learning anything about like homosexuality. Like it just wasn't even talked about or touched on. And there were like gay kids in the year level who didn't come out as gay until years after they graduated. Oh, yeah. And I presume that's just because there wasn't really like this culture of acceptance at the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to a just a massive generic public school in Adelaide and I don't remember learning anything about people being gay and we, yeah, no, no one came out in my year level, I don't think, in until after school mm. it, just because it was not an accepting place. Yeah, it's kind of like a massive school. Like you'd think that there'd be statistically you know, part, like there'd be heaps of gay kids, and you'd think that they'd be able to come out and have little community. But nah, there was people were too. What I find amazing is that there are there's never been a, no gay footballers. Every footballer <laughs> is straight. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> what an really incredible statistical anomaly yeah, yeah, yeah. that only straight if you guys play football. You you've got to be straight. Like pussy. Yeah, they all love having sex with women. That's their favorite thing to do. <laughs> I mean, I guess the NRL players love having sex with women whilst other men watch yeah, and jerk yeah, off yeah, in the exactly. corner. But I just think that's that's incredible. It's, it is so funny because both codes, rugby and AFL, because I've played I've played a fair bit of footy over the years and it's so homoerotic. Yeah. It's so it's the most homoerotic environment I've ever been in. What if it was discovered that all AFL players were okay. gay? Yeah, I would not be surprised. Like I one person comes out and says, I'm gay. <laughs> and and then someone else is like, I'm gay. <laughs> kind of like kind of like Spartacus. Someone says, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. Everyone's Spartacus. But I think that we're at the point where they could all just be gay. Totally. 100%. And you'd feel sorry for the, all the wags find out at the same time. We're like, ah, God damn it. Can I still go to the Brownlow this year? Yeah, you can come to the brown though we can still do coke at crown because they know but yeah that could i could very because it is very homoerotic isn't it football oh, uh, unbelievable it's so. almost this is and this is why i think sexuality is such like a, a spectrum because i mean they look the the guys who play are, are straight but they do love a bit of a tap on the bum that's the thing and uh, do you remember this story it was i think it was last year it was a footy team had like their mad monday thing mm. and they got in trouble because at the pub they were having their big mad mad monday celebration at um one of the players dared one of the other players to suck his dick <laughs> and he did it and, and all the boys are standing around like oh he's doing it and i'm just like that's two gay guys who aren't able to come out because they live in such a toxic environment yeah. and they're just like well i dare you it has to be a prank <laughs> it has to be a prank in order for them to express their sexuality isn't that so sad do you reckon they had to like really feign reluctance yeah, because yeah. like oh, oh i dare God. you to suck i'm so drunk right now yeah, yeah. Dude, you've had you've had half a drink i'm so drunk oh man i'd Oh, it'd be so crazy if you, you sucked my yeah, penis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That would be yeah, that crazy. Would be, be fucked. <laughs> I would never do that. Yeah. I would only do it if other men were watching. Yeah. Oh, no, man. I'm not going to watch that. That's gay. That's gay. I'll, I'll dare you to watch me suck this bloke's dick. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, we're, we're straight. Yeah. Let's, yeah, we're so straight. let's go bash up some gay blokes yeah, exactly. on the way home. Yeah, yeah 100%. I mean, th maybe that's that should be... 
That should be something you can identify as, I think, on the sexuality spectrum. Straight, football but you want yeah, <laughs> football player. <laughs> I was gonna say like straight, but you do like a tap on the butt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can I can I identify as that? Uh, straight straight, but, but I like a tap straight, on the butt. Straight, but I like showering with other blokes. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to shower. Yeah. I mean, is that is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Is that but, a letter in the alphabet? <laughs> is that what the plus is? <laughs> I've never known what the plus is. Because the, the plus is just everything else, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would fall under We'd the fall plus. under the plus. 100%. Okay, you will have true equality when we've got a letter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've got a letter. <laughs> uh, maybe like uh, TB, tap on the bum. Tap on the bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. LGBTQI plus TB. Yeah. Tuberculosis. How did they get in there? We've got to get it out. They're diseased. No, it's tap on the bum. All right, get on in. Oh, good. Well, the reason why it's very, very topical these days is because the whole drag queen stuff is that the Monash City Council was going to do a drag time story hour in a couple of weeks from now. And uh, neo-Nazis and transphobes and but not all of them are neo-Nazis and, tra- and tra- I mean, probably transphobes, but not all of them are neo-Nazis. Some of them are just insane parents who are on a QAnon forum yep. and they've turned up and they've protested it. And now the council originally said, we're going to do it. We're going to go ahead. But all these death threats came through to the staff at the council and the people at the library who are going to host this event. And all of a sudden they've had to cancel it because of the safety concerns, yeah. which is very depressing. I will say this though. Getting a death threat these days, I don't think it means anything. Oh, absolutely not. I get I get heaps of death threats. Yeah, I get death threats too. <laughs> I put up a TikTok about, you know, it could be anything, walking my dog. And people are like, you fucking deserve to die. <laughs> I'm going to, next time you're walking your dog, I'm going to kill you and you're going to make your dog watch. Like, my God. But I mean, as a Jewish man, you, you, would, you would know more than anyone that the idea of like... Um, some of those people who are who are protesting this trans stuff aren't actual Nazis, mm. but it's like if you're protesting alongside Nazis, I mean, like the 30s and 40s, it's like that wouldn't have happened if I don't care if you're a Nazi or not. If you're standing next to Nazis and being like, "Yeah, I'm on their team," yeah, that's I mean, that's what so many people in Germany were doing. That was the problem. In, yeah, you've got to just days. reconsider like, your your position totally. on on the fence. Yeah, if you look around, there's a lot of people with like white pointy hats. <laughs> You're like, hmm. yeah, yeah. What, where do I sit? <laughs> I mean, I don't agree with all the racial stuff. I, I, I guess I like you just have hats. to wonder why do all these people support, uh, why are all these people also transphobic? Yeah. And I, oh, look, I think that it's, it kind of makes me think of the Adam Goods situation, if you remember when Adam Goods was booed. Vividly. Yes. Yeah. It was a very d- disappointing time really, in Australian I history. I think about it. Often. I think about it, I, I would say once a, a week, yeah, I think about it deeply too. and it makes me sad. Yeah, so, I mean, if people don't remember it, so he was booed quite relentlessly for over a year. And a lot of people said they were booing him because, oh, he's a place for free kicks. Or there was this one time where he pointed out a 13 year old gold girl in the crowd who had called him a gorilla. And it's, you know, he took it as a racist attack, et cetera, et cetera. And so people were booing him and saying, I'm booing him for these reasons. Yeah. Um, but then Adam Goods came out and said, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who are booing me because I'm indigenous and I'm outspoken and I talk about Australia's history of colonization, et cetera, et cetera. And so there would have been a lot of people who were just racist booing him because they don't want to see an indigenous person 
standing up for themselves and being outspoken. Yeah. What Australians like the indigenous people just to like, we're happy to have indigenous people. If you just like, kind of like, just keep quiet, just like go along, the line. you know what I mean? And I just think, and Adam Goods is obviously, is obviously not that. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of people booed him because he was outspoken and yeah. that's a racist thing to do. I think, <laughs> I think that's racist. Yeah. But then of course, a lot of people who booed him just cause they didn't like him as a footballer. But I will say this, if you're if you're booing him because you don't like him as a footballer, fine. But if you're surrounded by people who exactly. are also yelling racial slurs exactly. at him, just you got to reconsider at the, some point where you are. You go, oh, he's not going to be able to di- differentiate that my boo comes from the play like the way that he plays <laughs> footy. Like, he's not going to hear my particular boo amongst yeah. this a hundred thousand people and be like, oh, but that guy's just booing me because yeah. the way I kick the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So gonna, wait, is that boo? Oh, because <laughs> you don't because I'm a because you don't like how I play for free kicks. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All good. I yeah, understand. Yeah, okay. That and, is shit. And you, you're wearing the white pointy hat. What <laughs> yeah, about you? Yeah. All right. Okay. I, I don't trust that boo. I don't trust that. Paul and Hansen, why are you booing? So like I, if you align yourself with these people that have these really uh, abhorrent beliefs. If you, it, 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 it's like the people, the trans people know no different. You're, you're, you're part of the team that is with the Nazis. You're, you're, you're putting yourself on that side. Mm. I've always, what's what I've always found fascinating about, na- about Nazis, very patriotic. Nazis love, they're, they're so patriotic. Yeah. They love the Anzacs. <laughs> is that fascinating? The Nazis love the Anzacs. <laughs> It's so, I, I need to get a Nazi on the That's show to ask really them about this. Interesting, isn't just it? because they love the Anzacs. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know that, yeah, who we fought? That really shows just how much it, it doesn't matter. They just change the goalposts whenever they want to yeah. fit there. Do you know what I mean? It's like nothing nothing really matters to them. It's just, <laughs> just shift the goalposts. Like, you know, a few years ago, I, I would have said a lot of um a lot of Nazis would have thought that like Byron Bay hippies were pieces of shit. But then when COVID came and the anti-vax movement came, they were like, no, we can be friends. Yeah. Like they don't really, they'll just shift the goalposts whenever. They don't really care. That is so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, to be, to be like, we, we love the Anzacs and we respect their sacrifice. <laughs> and it's like, you know, they died so killing you guys. It's so, so bizarre. You really should get a Nazi on to ask that I'd question. I'd love to get a Nazi. I'd if there are any Nazis Nazi. listening, um, and there might be, <laughs> Because I have received death threats from Nazis before, so I'm on their radar, which is nice. Yeah, great. Uh, if you are listening, I'd love to get you on the show. I have questions about your ideology. Come on, pop on the hat. We can keep you anonymous. <laughs> and then it'd be funny if a Nazi came on the show, and then I was like, you know what? He's actually got some points. And <laughs> I'm now a Nazi. I'm, I've been converted. <laughs> Going back to the, the gender stuff. Now, what I find interesting is how difficult it is to actually define male uh, a man and woman and male and female it's so hard and i'll tell you why because in kansas they don't like transgender people in kansas right terrified of toilets public toilets is like probably the big it seems like that's the number one concern <laughs> in a lot of parts yeah. of the world is who's going where in the public toilets yeah. can i just say the amount of policing that's happening on public toilets <laughs> it's it's really overdone just because no one who's going into a public toilet wants to be there. Like no one's going in there. You're going in there because you've had a bad day. 
you've had you you took a risk on a curry at a, at a bain exactly. marie yeah, and yeah, it yeah, didn't pan out this. Yeah. it didn't pan out and the last thing you want to do when you're in that situation is have to prove your gender yeah, yeah, on the yeah. way in oh, because you're in a hurry god. oh my god yeah so um, i guess my point is that we i think we need to have i mean i've been saying we need to have more sympathy and empathy for transgender people for years but in particular can we have more sympathy and empathy for people just going to public toilets yeah people with diarrhea yeah let's not <laughs> let's not put more hurdles in front yeah. of them especially if you're non-conforming gender wise yeah i don't give who cares let them they need to use that toilet yeah. so over in kansas though they're making it harder for people to use public yeah. toilets and they're saying you know you can only use the female bathroom if you're a female you're gonna use the male bathroom if you're a male and they're trying they're, it's get they're finding it hard to, uh, to actually define what it is to be mm. female because in their law which they've written just hastily right much like someone who is rushing to get to a bathroom <laughs> they've written this law that says um uh only people with like working um ovaries can use the female bathroom now first of all how do you check that exactly on the way in? <laughs> is there gonna is there a security guard? But hey, before you take a shit in here, I'm gonna need to do a pap smear. Like what we're doing an ultrasound now? What are we doing before you go into this public toilet? But the problem with that um, definition of a woman is that it doesn't take into account the fact that girls who haven't gone through puberty exactly. don't have that. Uh, women who have been uh, gone through menopause don't have that. Yeah, and then it's just because some women might be infertile and might not have working ovaries yeah 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 so i guess my point is that all these people who like want to like clearly define the sexes can't do it correctly exactly. can't do it well yeah, yeah 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 and as a result you've got these women with ovaries that aren't working who have also had a bad day at the buffet <laughs> and they've got nowhere to shit and they've got nowhere to shit <laughs> they've been told you go shit in the men's toilet no one wants to shit in the no men's toilet the men's it's toilet disgusting. can i just say sometimes i'm like you know what i can i i mean i understand that transitioning is like you do it because you absolutely yeah, yeah, have yeah. to that's your identity yeah. that's what you're born as but i'm also like god if you if i could just not have to use a men's bathroom yeah. forever yeah. oh god that would also be a huge yeah. benefit too yeah but then also sometimes you see the line for the women's bathroom and you're that's like the other thing that is one benefit of being yeah, yeah, big born yeah, male totally. is that i can just i can just skip that line yeah 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 so i guess there's pros and cons wouldn't it be amazing if one day we found out that all women who had transitioned to being men were doing it because they wanted to skip the line to the um, bathroom <laughs> do you know what full that yeah. would that's a great reason yeah, I mean, there's yeah, lots yeah. of great reasons to do it that's a very good reason that's the thing with like the the bathroom thing is like uh, these people in kansas these lawmakers whoever transphobic people whatever like i would love for them to find me one example of a man because this is what the hysteria comes from a lot of the time mm. find one example of a man who has fully transitioned into being a woman mm. just so that they can go into public toilets with women and perv on them yeah like, i've never heard that story like that i feel like maybe there's an instance of it but like i've never heard of that occurring like i love me one example do i love how what what they're thinking in their mind they're thinking okay there's there's men out there who want to sexually assault women, right? And they, they want to do that. But what is stopping them is trespassing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But these men are like, I would love to sexually assault this woman in that toilet that cubicle. It's got the wrong little but, sign on it. But I it's got can't. the picture of, I can't have the, there's a woman in a dress yeah, on that, yeah, in that sign. It's so bizarre that that's, they think that's it's what's, like that's what's stopping them. Oh yeah. It's also the same thing I think a lot about with the gun debates that they're having over in the US as well. It's just the same where people are like, we just need more 
like um you know you need to have to you need to have to like wait like three or four days before you can get a gun or they're putting all these restrictions which i think is obviously great go for it but i do like the idea that there's someone out there is like i'm desperate to commit a mass shooting yeah, yeah. oh wait i got to wait three, three days, days three to get days, my ar-15 yeah. you know what yeah, not this way <laughs> The but, gun thing's funny. I don't know if, if we have time to sidetrack into this. Yeah, get into it. I have like, quite a few opinions on this because, or just one opinion, I guess. We always in Australia, we talk about like, oh, America idiots. Like, why don't they ban the guns? And, mm. and they absolutely should do that, I think. And it's crazy that they haven't been able to put through that legislation. But I also think that that is a reductive way to look at it because I think there is something very sick and wrong with american society the oh, reason that these shootings apart. are occurring is not just because guns are readily available mm. there is that there's a lot of other stuff going on and i think that often in the australian media we sort of just go like oh my god like we we banned guns like 30 20 30 years ago and, and it fixed it and maybe that did work for us but i don't think that would fix it in america uh, like i think it would be great and they should do mm. it but do, do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Well, firstly, I don't think you would fix it because they've still got like just 400 million guns just floating around. Thing. So like, <laughs> that's, you can, that's I'm, I actually, that's the one reason why you shouldn't ban guns now yeah. because it's, you're not going to get those 400 million guns no off way. the streets. You're still yeah. going to have so many, so many so guns. Many guns. <laughs> so we're just at the point where now, I think we're at the point now where actually everyone should be given a gun at birth. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's the only, that's the real solution now in America. Yeah. Everyone is armed you could run because everyone who gets president on that. I think so because almost like I mean, ninety nine percent of the people who are shot in America, I'm not. I'm making up a stat there, but I would say a good chunk of them don't have a gun on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think if literally, and I mean literally, everyone. Yeah, everyone <laughs> has a gun. I don't care how old you are. You're like when you come out kicking and screaming, they put AR fifteen in your hands and a pacifier in the mouth, and they're like, and it's loaded. It's ready to roll. Yeah. It's ready to roll, and we just see who makes it out. Who makes it? I mean, the life expectancy will drop to seven. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I, I think that's at this point that America is so far gone that might be the totally. only solution and here. then that you know you do that for 10 years get the population down to about 5 million <laughs> I, was then- gonna, I was gonna say 5 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's five, 5 people left 5 survivors just like Alex Jones the <laughs> yeah. InfoWars dude just like with a bazooka yeah, flamethrower <laughs> that would be the great way for it to see just an empire crumble that they all just shoot they themselves just shoot into oblivion other. I mean that is maybe what we're gonna every every empire that's ever crumbled it's always been very bloody and i've always taken that to mean that another empire crushes them in a bloody way but that's usually america, how it happens yeah america might be the first empire to just shoot themselves shoot themselves <laughs> <laughs> well maybe that's happened before did the romans do that maybe i think that, uh, i could be wrong anyway. but they had a lot of enemies so they yeah, might have had right, a lot of right, right. people like invading them and, and yep, taking yep, them apart yep. i think they expanded too much and yeah. they just lost control and of their of what was going on whereas america they have expanded quite a lot into the middle east but then yeah. they're like oh we probably that was a bad call yeah. so now they're regrouping back in america where they're planning to shoot themselves <laughs> to death <laughs> 
their problems are all insular. They're it's all so funny. Because I watch Fox News a lot because I like to just, I just, I'm fascinated. I've got to write material, so I watch Fox News. Yeah. And they're always worried about like China and Russia and North Korea, whatever. And it's like, there's nothing that China, Russia, and North Korea could ever do to you <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's worse than, exactly. than what you guys are doing. Exactly. That's why I also, and this is just, again, somewhat of a tangent, but I'm always blown away by why terrorism still exists in America. That like, we're still, like, they're still worried about like, you know, ISIS or Al Qaeda or whoever it is, whoever the next one is, you know, blowing up somewhere because it's like, like I watched, I watched a recent documentary about the Boston bombing, right? Which was like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago or so. Obviously a horrific incident. And these, these guys, they put a bomb near the, the finish line. They killed a few people died. A lot of people were maimed, awful, awful stuff. But when I look at the the numbers, the, yeah. the, the numbers on that yeah. bombing, I'm like, this wouldn't even raise an eyebrow. There would have been a worse one last week. Probably, it would if if a kid pulled off those numbers in a school, yeah. people would be like, "Ah, oh, it's Tuesday." Exactly. Like, yeah. like my point being is that what terrorists are pulling off, I don't even know why they're trying anymore. <laughs> I mean, nine eleven, you know, full yeah, credit yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. That's a big that's, one. That's proper. But that's a le- that's a legit attack. Yeah. But these little ones where they just go around and do a little bomb here and there. You're not you're not causing any carnage that Americans aren't already causing to themselves. Exactly. Yeah. There's 15 year old kids who have done way worse. There's 15 year old kids in America right now who are doing way making much worse like things fools. than what making ISIS look like a bunch of pansies. <laughs> <laughs> if ISIS is listening, get it together, guys, because you guys have been off the radar for a while. It's it's fascinating though, like the media bias and just in culture and everything. It's fascinating that there are so many documentaries and things about the Boston bombing. Mm. But, you know, the shooting that happened last week by a yeah. white kid, we'll probably never see a documentary on that. Of course it's, not. It's like... It's bizarre. Yeah. If that kid was... Oh, that's my. That's what's interesting. Is like if you're mentally unwell mm. or just a, a psycho, it, it's not interesting. Yeah. But yeah. if your motivation is religious or something, yeah. all of a sudden people yeah, are like, so, oh, this well, this we got to fix. Yeah, yeah, we got to yeah. stop the religious <laughs> crazies. <laughs> just your average white dude who's just been on a... Who was born onto a 4chan channel yeah. and is just hanging out with incels yeah, 24-7. We, I mean, that, what can you do? Yeah, that's just always going to happen. the internet for you. <laughs> that's free speech. We yeah. can't interfere with free speech. Bizarre. Going, sorry, just going back to the, the gender discussion, which I thought was... Um, I did, well, I've got a, I've got a solution to the transgender athletes uh, mm. issue. Oh, I'd love to hear this. Okay, so this is what I think. First of all, get rid of the divide between male and female sports. Mm. That's what I think. First of all, okay, because I've we're differentiating between men and women, and we talked about this already earlier with boys and girls. We're differentiating men, men and women for no reason in a lot of contexts. Mm. Great example is the the Academy Awards, the Oscars. Yeah, why yeah. is there a best that, female and a best male that. actor? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. It, yeah. That's bizarre, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think Chris Rock had a great joke about that when he hosted it, where he was like, "Why are we differentiating?" between men and women. It's not like when Meryl Streep is acting with Al Pacino, she can't keep up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? So it is bizarre that Even having that. two words for that is weird. Actress. I've always found the word actress weird. So yeah, I, I think that's now kind of like fallen by the wayside. Yeah, I think yeah. now we just say actor. Yeah. So I guess, I guess in that context, we're getting close to getting rid of that distinction. I think in sport, we can get rid of that distinction. Now, the reason why you have men and women's divisions is because men are often have got superior in some physical attributes and so we want to give what women a a chance to compete against other women in a more fair environment right but what i find bizarre is like even if like in male divisions of sport we do divide them based on 
ability there's division one division two division three and then female sport division one division two division three etc why don't we so we are dividing people based on ability already why not I, I, my thinking is let's just have male and females in the all together yeah and just division one division two division yep. three etc and so for example with tennis division one would be like presumably mostly men and a few really Serena, good women. She'd be in Maybe there. Serena would be up there, yeah. you know, a few and a few really good women. Yeah. Division two would be uh, the women and also some pretty shit men. Some, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then division three would just be probably women who aren't that great at tennis, but they're competing against other people around and, you know, maybe really, really shit men. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My point is, can't we just do that based on ability? And then you're like, oh, I really love Division One tennis. Yep. Or I really love Division Two tennis. Yeah. Is that a, is that is that a realistic solution? I'm kind of talking cool. shit, but I'm also feel like it could be an I answer. Think, I think that would be cool as. And then like, because then it's all just based on your ability. Ability. No one can be like. And if you're transgender, you just fit into whichever. If you're a transgender um, man or woman or whatever, you just fit into whatever. Yeah, yeah. Category yeah. is fits your ability. Definitely. Yeah. I is that, that fair? I think that's a great idea. I think that's really good. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm glad we solved it. I thought that there might be I thought there might be some flaws in that plan. I but mean, I think it's perfect. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not a great one for picking out flaws. <laughs> I, I I'm I'll sign anything if you put it in front of me. But that's <laughs> even you're like, actually the Nazis actually no, they the more I think about it, <laughs> yeah, the more I think good. about a flawless ideology. <laughs> yeah, because you know, it, it, people always say like in, in footy or something, um, like, uh they shouldn't we shouldn't have men tackling women because they might get seriously injured. Mm. But it's like, you know, you could say that about having Max Gorn tackle <laughs> the smallest player for the West Coast and Bulldogs. Caleb Daniel is like exactly. four for three or something. It's like if yeah. Max Gorn tackles Caleb Daniel, like that could really injure Caleb Daniel. Yeah, right? at the end of the day, like athletes know that when they play sport, exactly. they accept a certain amount of exactly. risk. Yeah. So it's, I mean, like, we've got UFC. Like if you're allowing. UFC people to beat the shit out of each other until their bones are broken and they're bleeding out of their nose and they have undiagnosed CTA that will lead them to kill their family (laughs) in 15 years from now because they don't know who they are. If we're allowing people to take on that sort of physical risk, why aren't we allowing- We can't be that concerned. We can't be that because I I don't think that's legit. I don't think that's real. I don't think the concern that we- have for their their well being is real at all. No, no, no. I think it's just another reason to try to keep them divided. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, that's my point because, like, I mean, because people always say like, oh, you know, women's sport, it's it's not as good. Like, you know, women's AFL is not as good as men's AFL. But so why are we even distinguishing them? Just have Divi exactly. one, Divi two, Divi yeah, three, yeah, and just yeah. you just fit into whatever. Yeah. And then you could be like, oh, Divi two is not as good as Divi one. Well, yeah, it's not meant to be as exactly. good. Exactly. But that's, it still could be really entertaining. Still, I'd still go to a game. It's like yeah, like yeah. I go and watch. Sometimes I'll go watch like the the Vaffa amateurs play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly. like that's not that's not the AFL level. But yeah. I kind of like that you know level of competition Definitely. and you and you just like storylines in that as well yeah 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 so that's my solution um i'm glad that i've been talking about this on the podcast for quite a few weeks mm. and only now have i realized that's got to be the answer yeah 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 i think it's really good i mean one thing would would some people say it's unfair because women have a less chance like a smaller chance of ever playing div one sure and therefore like we'll never get those big salaries sure so it'll probably be in in division two but isn't that i mean isn't that kind of the case already with a lot of the sports exactly i mean women's afl it's not it's not pulling in big numbers money wise big crowds as male afl exactly exactly so i mean it's kind of like 
at least it's based now just totally on Do you know ability. What? I think we've actually we've discovered the reason that this will never happen and the reason it hasn't happened so far is because the AFL or any organizations like this they they don't want to they don't want to be honest about these sorts of things, you know? They 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 would never do this because then it how do I articulate this? It's like at the moment they can be like, yeah, we're we've got a women's league, you know. It's all it's all um, it's all marketing. It's all for marketing. Yeah, so we've got a women's league. I it's agree gonna with be that. As good as the male league, it's yes. going to be as popular one day. Whereas if it was division one, two, three, it's like um, it's it's honestly saying, look, we've got the best players in this one, the next best in this one, but it's not doing their bit for feminism or in quotation marks. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, At the 100%. moment they can be like, look, we support women. Whereas the Div 1, 2, 3 model isn't overtly supporting 100%. women. 100%. Well, that's my and point. That's it's not, it's not supporting men or it women. It's just, it's just it's saying optics. it's just ability. But yeah. you're 100% right that I think a lot of these organizations care so much more about the optics. And I understand that because it's financial incentives yeah, to yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, when the AFL you know launches a women's league and puts a lot of time and effort into into creating that and building that there's a lot of sponsors that come in yeah. off the back of that who also want to be involved so like i'm not like shitting on the afl leagues for doing that i'm just saying if you want to like finally deal with this yeah. transgender athlete debate that we're just having forever and ever and yeah, ever yeah, yeah. surely just divisions based on ability is a right. solution to that definitely man we finally got to something real on this podcast <laughs> It's taken 37 episodes. <laughs> Finally, I've said something that actually might have consequence. Now, because we've said something that has absolute consequence, let's finish this episode with uh, just a very funny and insane story that I came across yesterday. Mm. So, you know how uh, people are saying hotels are back? Mm. People are saying hotels are back. People are sick of Airbnb. Mm. They're saying Airbnb, it's expensive. It's annoying. You don't know, You can't check in. You're going to clean up after yourself. Everyone is complaining about Airbnbs in the last 12 months. Yeah, so yeah. hotels are back. Well, I've got one story that um, suggests that hotels are not back because this is a story about a bloke who checked into a hotel. I believe it was in Tibet, Chinese man. Checks to a hotel in Tibet, right? Gets to his room. Notices a bit of a smell in the room. He's like, oh, that's a bit strange. It's a strange <laughs> smell in the room. Oh, and he thinks, oh, it's probably just my feet. I've got stinky feet. Probably just my feet. He has a nap, wakes up later. Oh, Smells still not great. In fact, it's gotten a little bit worse. A bit strange. My feet must be very stinky. Has a shower. Still, washes his feet. Still, room is quite stinky. He's like, I'm going to go out for dinner. Goes out for dinner. Comes back to the room. Room's real stinky. Getting stinkier and stinkier. So eventually he goes down to the front office and says, hey, my room's quite stinky. I'd love to be in a new room. They're like, okay, sure. We'll deal with that. Puts him in a new room. And this is a very nice hotel. We're like four or five stars. It's a very nice hotel. Anyway, goes to sleep that night, gets a knock on the door from the police. They go, hey, were you just in room 107 or whatever? He's like, oh yeah, I was just in there earlier, but they've transferred me to this room because it's quite stinky. They go, there is a dead body. Oh my God. Under the bed. Oh my God. So I guess my point is hotels are not back. Oh God. Because... (laughs) There's dead bodies in hotels. <laughs> dead bodies in hotels. That, but uh, not to go all cop for a second. Mm. But how do we know that guy didn't kill that man? Hundred mm. percent. I mean, that's a great point, actually. Well, we're just going by his story. And I then think he's just going. Oh, it's really stinky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit stinky, guys. <laughs> Isn't that just the worst excuse? <laughs> yeah, the worst yeah. alibi. <laughs> you didn't kill that man. I didn't kill that man. Yeah. I thought my feet stunk. I, I thought it was really stinky. <laughs> Show us there. your stinky feet. And the cops are like smelling his feet. They're like, yeah. his feet do yeah. really stink. Yeah. Actually, that could actually yeah, be legitimate. Yeah, he did think it was his feet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's so. I think uh, hotels are back. Uh, well, they, we thought they were back, but now they've got dead bodies that's, in them. That's bad press for hotels. That's bad as, press. I mean, that's as bad as it gets. That's is that the worst? I thought you, you were going to say a dead 
possum or something. Oh no, dead person. Dead person. Dead person. Is, that's as bad as it gets. I think they know it's not him because like the body had the obviously timing. been there for a bit. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be that stinky that quickly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think of all things to to you know if you rock up to a hotel or an Airbnb, you know sometimes you you get to a hotel and you see like a hair on the on the bed that freaks me out. That's bad An enough. Entire body <laughs> is terrible. I was gonna say I think a hair is more gross than an entire <laughs> body. body. <laughs> That's so true. A big, long, wiry hair. I'd rather the body. Like if I walked into the hotel room and there was like, and I found like, if I found like a, if you if you get a meal and you find a hair in the salad, yeah, you're like, oh, this yeah. is gross. But if you order a salad and there's an entire, there's, a human. there's an entire dead body <laughs> in the body, like, oh, there's a dead body in this. You probably just eat around the body. You probably just eat the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> There's something for me. I did. I wonder how long. Uh, if the body didn't smell, I, went, I reckon you could probably just stay. You probably wouldn't even know. It was under the bed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's creepy. I'm gonna check under my bed every time from now. Well, on. you don't have to because it's stinky. Because it- you'll know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think it's my feet. I do get stinky feet. I what? empathize with that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you I think? Thought it was my. Have feet. you ever smelled a dead body? Oh. No, <laughs> I'm concerned. You have to think about seen, that for a while. I've seen a, I've seen a dead body get pulled out of a river. Oh, really? I was just trying to remember if I got a whiff of it. You didn't get a whiff of it. Know. Where did you see a dead body get pulled out of a river? In Adelaide, the River Torrance. Of course, it was in Adelaide. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> oh, the the serial murder capital yeah. of Australia. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I used to work on. They've got these paddle boats there, and I used to work on them. So you just put people on paddle boats, and they paddle around the river. And this couple. <laughs> tourist couple they were from japan oh my god and they were like, I what put a- them on a paddle boat and they paddled along and then they started yelling out to me and i was like what's going on <laughs> and then like these other people ran down to the river and they're like it's a body and then oh, we had to shit. call the cops and yeah they'd like bumped into it they bumped into the dead body <laughs> i will say this you know how in japan they've got that famous forest where everyone goes and kills themselves yeah <laughs> And so there's just dead bodies all around this forest. And it's like a, a bit of a tourist attraction. People That's go there crazy. to see the dead bodies. I imagine these Japanese people are like, you know, I'm sick of yeah. walking around my country and just bumping into <laughs> cadavers. Trying to get away from this. Trying to get away from all these dead bodies. We'll go to the beautiful Adelaide, Adelaide River. Sunny <laughs> Adelaide. Sunny River. Paddling along the river. What, ah, fuck. <laughs> well, if those Japanese people are listening, there is a hotel in Tibet they'll really yeah, want to avoid as well. It. If you just kept... Coming across dead bodies, that would really just mess oh God, with you. You'd yeah, just be like, yeah. what is wrong with what, me? Yeah, what's my vibe? Am I the angel of death? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, have thanks you so much. Seen a dead yeah. body? Oh, have Sorry. I seen a dead body? Um no, not personal. No, we're not going we're not going funerals or anyone. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking of Mike. I saw my grandfather when he died. Mm. Mind you, he he looked like he was dead for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he was alive for years. Yeah, I was like, yeah, "Are we yeah. sure?" Uh, yeah, I thought he was being lifted up with puppets and every now and then. I thought it was like like strings attached, but we knew it was him because he would always complain. I'm like, "Ah, yeah, oh, that's that's, that's that's my Zeta. Zeta is what we used to call Zeta. him. It's like Yiddish for grandfather." Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I saw him when he was dead. Um, I seen. I think I was just seen all my grandparents when they were dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no, I haven't seen a dead body. I'd like to see one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe you will one day. Head down to the River Torrens in Adelaide. <laughs> maybe I'll be or lucky enough hotel to just catch a dead body. <laughs> I'm going to start staying in hotels yeah, more. In hotels. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty cool. 
Lewis, thanks so much for coming on the pod. Fun chat. Um, some serious points, but also some great solutions to some cultural hot points. Absolutely. Um, where can my listeners find out more about you? They can follow me. The best way is to probably follow me on Instagram or TikTok at Lou Garnham, L-E-W-G-A-R-N-H-A-M. That's a great way to send the death threats as well. Exactly. Through those that, channels. Well, that's where they all come through. Beautiful. Um, it's always flooded with death threats um is this will this come out in time for me to plug any shows or no yeah i'll probably try to put it out in the next day or so cool so i'm, I'm doing sydney comedy festival at the moment um until the 7th of may so you can go on their website and buy tickets if you want to come to that show after that i'm doing brisbane comedy festival may 11th to 14th so if you're in brizzy come to my show check it out mate thanks so much for coming on the pod um i will see you guys all next week for another topical with michael Schaefer.